two, three. Because we're famous for this podcast. No, we weren't famous before. Now we're famous for this podcast. It's what we're famous for. All right. All right. Another brand new podcast. Uh, and I am... Um, L. Ron Hubbard over here. <laughs> no idea who it is. Just a very fun name to hear. L. Ron Hubbard, sports figure. Now, uh, and uh, yeah, uh, maybe it's not a friend of the podcast, but the the uh, starting the- with a letter, you should be able to guess what what his uh, occupation was at least at some point, just because his name starts with just a letter. L. Oh, oh, it's L. Rod something Hubbard? Yeah, no, it's it's L Ron. Yeah, L L period Ron Hubbard. Yeah, no way. I would have thought it was L Rod Hubbard, like L Rod Hendricks. Ah, okay, yeah, <laughs> gotcha. No. L period Ron Hubbard, the the first guy to ever do something, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, all the authors it, are go with the. Uh, Oh, the, you know, first initial kind of situation. Right. L. Ron. So, yeah, L. Ron Hubbard is uh, he started out as a science fiction writer. He wrote these like little uh, short stories and he was f- very prolific science fiction writer, wrote tons of just, you know, aliens, this and and, uh, you know, spaceman Johnny goes and does whatever and ah. hooks up with an alien, whatever. I don't know. And then uh, when that wasn't working for him anymore, he started uh, Scientology. Oh, gotcha. That's where I've heard that name thrown around. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder, I, yeah, did it evolve right from the books? Like by the end of his last book, were you like, this guy's about to start a religion? Like, was he heading that way? Could you see it coming? I don't think so. No, I think that his books were just like goofy science fiction books making his books were just making fun of scientology like i would never join (laughs) such a stupid religion (laughs) yeah and then he started to write other stuff i think in there that then became scientology like he wrote this game there's a book called dianetics which is like you know a self-help book basically and then that's the religion got based around that okay yeah so this is another but, case of like they had like a Nexium situation and then they evolved in their their version of like um making women count calories was like the just let's believe in science and Jesus together or whatever the combo is. <laughs> <laughs> now, sci- yeah, you would think Scientology had something to do with science and Jesus, but now it's just Jesus was a scientist instead of a carpenter. <laughs> right. That's the one, that's the only change. Everything else is the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Bible was all right, but they just made one mistake. It was, it was a scientist. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Do you, are you not familiar? You would, you would love just the, how hilariously bad and, and stupid and wrong Scientology is. If you're not, you you got nothing on it? I really have so little other than Tom Cruise and maybe something about, uh, or like how celebrities are into it and uh, something about, I thought it was, you know, Church of Jesus Christ scientist. Isn't there something something else with science in the title? Oh, the church, the Christian scientists. Yeah. I don't know what the Christian scientists are. Nothing to do with the silent T's, the (laughs) the Scientologists. Not that I know of. Christian scientists. I'm not sure yet, because Scientology has nothing to do with Christianity. I sold paint to one of the uh Church of Scientologies in, in the in Manhattan. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I went I at the uh at one of the um it's it called the New York Marathon? Yeah, the New York Marathon. It started one time right up by like the main Church of Scientology. And I did walk in in the building and there was no one there, but I tried to uh, you know ring the bell and get get in a conversation join and join yeah does it look anything like a church or is it just like an i feel like it's an office building it was an older building that looked like it could have been anything i guess but uh okay. now it doesn't look like it doesn't look like a church now gotcha. it's not a churchy kind of religion it's only a religion so that they can get 
tax benefits and do all sorts of weird stuff. Right. I feel like at some point religions became like classroomy with like PowerPoint and here's yeah. what the religion is up here. Not like, so the, 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 not chanty as much anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's any chance in this. They do some really weird things. Uh, Jesus and- was really a scientist. <laughs> The stuff about him in the Bible about being a carpenter is not true. And then they raise their hand. Yeah. Yes, we agree with everything. Well, it's the audience joining in for the responsorial mechanism. Right. I mean, and when you put it like that, it's like, okay, they couldn't be as weird as Christianity. Yeah. No matter, no matter what. Like, And they don't do that stuff, so it's not you're not doing i mean you have to believe that uh you know that you're an alien reincarnated in some body and and there's all there's sort of the the things you have to believe for scientology are very very weird i don't mind that one they may not be as weird as christianity i don't mind the used to be an alien i think i kind of like that i mean i'm not gonna make any changes or go to any building for any reason but like I don't mind, eh, we used to be aliens, like, we used to be something, it's not that crazy to me for some reason, like, just, our stuff is used up again, it goes back into the earth, and it's pulled up in some weird way, and it's like, oh shit, I kind of like, I was here before in some different way, I don't know. Yeah, I I could get in there on that too, I mean, it's more like the, all the specifics about it, like, yeah, we were all aliens, and we were all on the good side of this galactic war, uh, and then somehow to escape the war we got jammed down into a volcano on planet earth which they call some something else tay-sacks <laughs> no, that's that's that <laughs> jewish uh disease um <laughs> and then like these bad guys dropped like a million nuclear bombs into the uh, volcano and blew us all up and then somehow we landed in the bodies that we're in right now. Oh, And yeah. like, you can remember all your past lives and you can get to different levels of uh, your, your mind. You can like graduate it to different levels. And that's what the whole Scientology thing is. You like hold on to these like sensors and then you, somebody like talks to you and like forces you to relive weird memories. And then you work out those memories uh, but somehow that that relates to the alien thing, you know. None huh. of it makes a, a, a lick of sense. Just say they they took it too far. I think I liked some of the stuff. Okay, yeah, we used to be something. <laughs> that's kind of nice. And then like maybe the other piece gets your mind thinking and like itches a creative, you know, scratch in your head, you know, something. But then you go too far, and I don't know. I that's I. It's hard to believe that uh, smart, successful people. Uh, look, this is my first experience, even like hearing what it being even curious enough to hear about it. Um, but like, it doesn't like, it's hard to believe that uh, smart, respectable people would, would be in there balls deep on that, which blessed God, right. God bless them. If that helps, you know, no, no, well, no judgment here. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, I always want to say Danny Tartable. <laughs> who, who am I talking about? Big friend of the podcast. Jo- John Travolta. That's uh, what I- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, why do I want to oh, say that? Oh, because da- he name? played Danny Zuko. Because he played Danny Tartable uh, in Greece. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, yeah. So he joined Scientology because uh, they. And Scientology John Travolta was, was a man. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they make you, yeah. Uh, accept Danny Tartable as your secondary <laughs> and savior. He he had to. He was like just looking for some acting tips basically and so they what they decided was oh the way to build this religion up i mean they were good at marketing like they just decided to uh to start doing like free classes for like up-and-coming actors if you look closely in the movie greece you can see different ads for scientology (laughs) probably uh and yeah they did all sorts of good techniques i worked with a guy who was a scientologist and he basically said they like roped him in with just attractive women uh and got him to join for you know purely the reason of meeting attractive women and then he was in the 
cult for 40 years. <laughs> Kept showing him the movie Grease and saying, are you sure you didn't notice anything else? <laughs> <laughs> I already joined. The, you know, <laughs> 20 years into his membership. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they got the, all these celebrities. That's you know how they got Tom Cruise in there too. Eventually, just you know, so uh, they got John Travolta in there. Just it was luck, basically. They just they were like some health self help tips. Be confident, whatever. Then he went in and nailed the interview for Mr. Cotter. Ah. Welcome back, Cotter. Uh, and he got it. And then he was like, "All right, you, this stuff works." These guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Sandy, I got the job. <laughs> I don't know. It's got a brother, Ali. Uh, <laughs> playing fucking Danny Zuko. Brother Ali. Yeah, that's a, that's one of the most fun voices to try to do. Brother Ali. Because you're doing some singing, you're doing some talking, and you're, and you're uh, getting real throaty with it. Yes, yes, indeed you brother are. Brother Ali, big Scientologist. No, he's a Muslim. Excuse me. Yeah, he's a Muslim. Yeah. yeah. Um Scientology, I you know, too far in my limited uh hearing about it. They took it too far. I do I give it to like people when they believe that something was responsible for their success. I can at least wrap my mind around thinking that helped. Yeah. You know? If you like hit some lifelong goal or something like I've always just wanted to do and like a week before you did something differently. Yeah, you'd be like, "All yeah. right, yeah, that was responsible. Fine." Yeah, it's the it's like the pitcher, you know, not changing his underwear at that point. Right, right. If you go on a winning streak, you just you don't change your underwear, and you the whole time you're a Scientologist. That's the second rule. After Jesus was a scientist <laughs> instead of a carpenter, and please do not change your underwear. Right, that's exactly right. Yeah, which is easily something that what these guys who are in charge of uh, religions or cults or maybe what's the difference, all that do have twisted side motives. And I can never for the life of me pull together. Why does what about these like self-help things is tied to like, okay, let's transition over to weird, horrible sex shit. (laughs) What's the common. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's a, um, I think it all probably goes back to the, like, life is very boring in, like, real life. Yeah. There's just not very much going on. And it's not just that life is boring, but you don't have anything interesting, an interesting role in life. You specifically. <laughs> you don't play, you're nobody in the story. Right. Your situation is meaningless in the story. But if you are all of a sudden, if you meet somebody who seems like they are someone special in the story and then they can tell a different version of the story where you are also special because you get to have weird sex with them <laughs> then all of a sudden hey now the, now i'm i'm actually somebody this is not just you know right this isn't a, a boring story where i just work at this desk job filling in excel spreadsheets i'm now uh you know i have a, a brand on my ass and i get to have sex with this nerd. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's so weird. I guess you probably have to lay so much freaking groundwork to like be like thought of as a God and like that having sex with this person is going to make you now a character in the story is really such a, such a big leap (laughs) from everybody. It, It is, but I think everyone is, very very hungry for there to be something interesting about their own life like everybody is looking for some type of meaning some type of anything to hold on to to be like oh i'm not just gonna just be here do nothing go through the motions and then be gone and so it it, you have you may have to lay a good bit of groundwork to do it but i think any anyone is susceptible to yeah being like, oh, is this does this turn out to be the thing that makes right the story interesting? Honestly, that that is the best I've heard it put to where it almost convinced me in this moment. I was like, oh yeah, I can get there right now just from up explaining it this way. <laughs> yeah, you just get something like this is what's important that comes across, or not even important. This is right, interesting, 
like I have purpose. Yeah. This oh, is your God. special role that you're supposed to play. This is this right. is you know what it's all about because that's why religions are able it's a, religions are a mind virus that has survived for this long is because there is something in us that wants that wants to believe that it's not as boring as it seems, right? That's right. why all of these people are in on this QAnon stuff, right? QAnon is the most is the weirdest, most unrealistic conspiracy theory out there. But the genius of the QAnon thing is that it puts you as the regular person in a very special role. Like you, mm. you are your job is to help decipher the the texts of the the tweets and figure out the true meaning of the the tweet so now all of a sudden you have a a job to do and you have a purpose and even though it's insane uh it's it's much better than just you know i work at the gas station right i work at the gas station and i have this uh side important thing that you know and hopefully one day i'll be able to have sex with some dork (laughs) 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 some dork who plays volleyball no, um, yeah. he looks like he's half decent at volleyball, which is a bummer. Like he's got a nice I bump. I didn't catch that. I, there's no way. The lefty I didn't decent bump. He might not be a f- high flyer, but <laughs> getting everybody to play volleyball because that's the one sport where you have any you know <laughs> skills whatsoever right. is really funny. Oh, it's the perfect sport for uh, you know having sex with me. Our... <laughs> 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 Yeah, you gotta. I mean, yeah. He's got he's got a set of skills. I mean the the uh, well he's Elrond. I was gonna L. say he's Ron a genius Hubbard. on top of it. Like uh, he yeah, which is a bummer. But yeah, what about yes. Elrond? No, same deal. Like Elrond Hubbard is the same as like Alex Jones in that they both possess some quality, some ability to make things up on the fly and be very convincing about it, even though it's completely insane. They believe the things that are about to come out of their mouth before they even say them to the point where, you know, even though you're like, wait a minute, that made no sense. That doesn't, this doesn't, none of this adds up. You have to like some, you somehow get, uh, you know, kind of blown away by their ability to just rattle off nonsense. And you're like, you get put in some kind of trance and wind up having sex with a nerd. (laughs) (laughs) You wind up having a great bump. In your volleyball <laughs> skills tool set. <laughs> yeah. Have you never seen uh, The Master? That seems like something you would have seen. I've it's got uh, your, your boy. Um, Philly C? Uh, yeah. And then it, on top of that, it's got uh, Joey Q. Or <laughs> Joey the Q Man. Who? Oh, John Joaquin, Q. The movie John Q. Joaquin Phoenix? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> Joey Q. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Walkie the F man, yeah. Walkie yeah. <laughs> um, Serpy Niku. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I think I started that. Is it portrayed a long time ago? Is that what my problem was with it? Ah, uh, but it's a different. It's not. It's not a long time ago in the part in the way that uh, I can't handle. I mean, it's a nice looking long time ago. Oh, only maybe the sixties or seventies. Yeah, I think it's in the yeah. Maybe exactly sixty-seven. Okay, I can do that if it's uh, if it's guys I recognize from this era. You know, like I like um, I like Phil Hoffman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and Phil I like, Hoffman uh, is is L. Ron Hubbard. I mean, they never say that explicitly. Oh, but, and cool. That is watch what it. it's about. Yeah, it's about he, he they they create something called the Sea Org, which is like the the leaders of this thing. But they also just like went out on this boat and like got all these people tricked all these people to come out on the boat with them and that, that yeah you should watch it there's you'll uh it'll give you just a a taste and uh walkie the Feeman is john travolta <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh you know yeah walkie f-banger is um <laughs> f-banger yeah there is no f um yeah he's, he's a ph man regular, huh? he's yeah, got he's a, a ph, PH balance to us to him He's a PhD in uh, <laughs> volleyball. Um, the he's just like a regular, weird, mentally disturbed alcoholic guy who like oh nice joins up and starts following uh, Phil. 
<laughs> Starts doing a bad John Travolta impression the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Hoffman. <laughs> <laughs> it's what we're famous for. Oh, you got anything on something that could replace eight hours of sleep? Like, you know, we, d- we don't use blah, blah, blah percent of our brain. Are, are we going to keep uncovering stuff? And is like, gonna be like, oh, can you imagine we used to sleep eight hours? We used to think we needed eight hours of sleep. All you need to do now is just do this other thing we discovered about our brains. Right. Yeah, I think they, that's coming right around the bend. Yeah. I think. I think so. I mean, first of all, you got the, uh, the people out in the military. I'm pretty sure they're just taking uh, Adderall, but they're taking some weird different version of Adderall, lets them not sleep for, you know, six, seven days at a time, perfectly fine. Wow, and it's not Uh, like crushing there or something else, because a lot of those I feel like, yeah, it keeps you awake, but then you're slowly ruining your relationship with your father. No, uh, (laughs) (laughs) no, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think it's probably putting you at much higher risk of like having a heart attack, but... uh, Liver or something, yeah, you're doing something. Yeah, you're doing you're doing something. But there's that. So you, we don't really need sleep. I mean, they don't even know exactly why we need sleep at all. Yeah, they mm. they haven't they haven't figured that out yet. But the other thing is, you got uh, a couple big companies out there who are just looking at aging altogether. Uh, and I'm sure that as part of looking at aging, I think part of what happens when you sleep is like free radicals and uh you know cell cellular repair happens and things get cleaned up basically um and so uh the research they're doing into aging and and uh you know hoping to basically stop aging like we just don't even get older Um, man that's crazy so if they can if they can figure that out i'm sure they can figure sleep out too right right? that's like a side project in the anti-aging campaign like Oh, and yeah, we just flipped some switch when we were in there. That was a joke at that point. Why we were why we were sleeping was hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Just gonna be some mistake in there. You know, it's like, yeah, this this one gene was just flipped this way. Turns out we don't have to sleep at all. Right. What a joke. You guys have been wasting, you know, for all of humanity, we have been wasting our precious lives sleeping like a bunch of idiots. You know, sleeping's nice though. It is. Yeah, you st- and then you—that's when the pleasure sleeping for real gets going. I think you know what I mean. Like, Ooh, okay, so I think yeah. a nap is nice. Now, let me close my eyes for a few minutes is nice, but I think you really get into like recreational. That might be an event. Like, let's go. Uh, let's go get sleep pods. I guess maybe there are some sleep pods around already, but I think that business really ramps up at that point. Maybe. I see. Go out pleasure to eat sleeping. and take a twenty-minute nap. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, just meet up at the uh, bar with your friends to sleep. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, you do get nice and giddy right before you go to sleep. So maybe it would be like some nice, you know what it would be, though? It'd be one of those annoying, party. like, adult activities that are just adult activities that are nostalgia. Like, just like, adult summer camp. <laughs> like, okay, it's a little yeah. bit annoying. But hey, if you, if you go and you have fun, I take this all back. Um, but... If you can get it, if you can brand it to where it's not adult summer, dude, that would be awesome. If you get it away from that uh, demographic and get it more into what would I, what would I think is perfect? Uh, <laughs> no, go out and take yeah, a nap. Frame, frame it up. Frame it frame up. Frame it up. All right, so you you go out <laughs> and you eat uh, very high quality burgers and wings. And those are the only okay. two things on the menu. But they're done extremely well. And I think you have wooden tables. Because I think wooden tables say, unfinished wooden tables. They say, you know, we're not being too fancy, but we're not also past taking a nap. You've run into an, a, a, a cleanliness issue with all this as I'm, as I'm talking it out. You can't be shuffling people in and out of sleeping areas. Oh, why not? I think it, by the time we've got this going uh you can definitely like sanitize a uh you know you just throw one pot out and replace it instantly with a new pot that gets <laughs> 3d <Throw>. printed <laughs> yeah 
It's just a perfectly like handcrafted wood po- wooden pod that you hired like this custom craftsman <laughs> to make. One guy goes in there for 20 minutes <laughs> and then you just crush it right in front of everybody. It goes totally to waste. Um, While the guy's still in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one of the, that's one of the big first lawsuits of the company. You murder some guy by accident. <laughs> and it happens to be the craftsman who made it. So it's extra sad. It was his life's oh, work. Yes. And you can't, it's, that's nice though. Cause you can't sue anybody. Oh, that's true. So it does work out in that way. And as we've a big friend of the podcast, the only thing wrong with death is the sad people who've been left behind. That's right. Otherwise that person's fine. And the smell. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. The smell of that person when they were still alive. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i i think it's it's right around the corner um i don't i don't i'm trying to think if there are any animals out there that don't sleep at all oh that'd be yeah just study them up see what like thing in their brain is flipped upside down exactly i think that's you know that's why it's it's a side project like you said it's just like nobody's had the time we've just been way too busy with the internet or whatever else right but. discovering what's at the ultimate depths of the ocean I don't think we know it's yeah. down there, right? No. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. It, that, it could be the the, the uh, switch that we need to flip to stop sleeping. <laughs> that's, the, that's the secret to all of humanity. Like, uh, yeah, down at the depths. It could be. Yeah. But I, I think uh, I'm still going to want to sleep. It's just a nice way of, uh, you know, resetting. Right. And if if they did flip the switch... I wonder if then, because it would become recreational, as most fun things are, kind of bad for you. So you'd really flip the operation up on its head. Like, all right, so now you you got your flip switched. Maybe it's a, maybe it's like a five thousand dollars surgery. So like, we as the company who discovered it can make a little coin to pass down to the next of kin. <laughs> yeah, next a kin of kin. I, I'll never know, uh, and that, neither will the world. But. Um, <laughs> I think you flip the operation. Oh, my question was, if you do find the switch, will then, because sleeping would be in the recreational department and most recre- most things fun are bad for you, I wonder if sleeping becomes bad for you at that point. Yeah, that's interesting that you would wonder that. You know, I yeah. think it's, uh, I think you're right that it probably, uh, anything that's enjoyable is, is bad for you. Right. There's, I think. The other thing to consider here is think about how tired you'd be. Oh, my God. Yeah, not sleeping all that time? (laughs) (laughs) It's what we're famous for. Yes, indeedly do, and the saints be (laughs) praying. You know what I think would be just like a weird bummer and just a weird maybe thought to have, but like you're, you're approaching the end of your life and you're having the feeling of, ah, you know, I did it. I, you know, it wasn't perfect, but I led a halfway decent life, you know? And you're, mm-hmm. you're kind of just like admiring the, uh, the fine life you've had, not saying you broke any records, whatever. And then there's the possibility that you could make some technology snafu and become like, like accidentally take your pants off on screen, like whatever technology is by then you, and then you could be just some like internet joke. You know what I mean? Like, no, 80 years, I was a halfway decent guy. Yeah. Not this internet joke. What is this? No. Like, you go viral and like your whole life finishes with that meaning. And you're like, no, I didn't want to be famous for that. I wanted to be famous for being a halfway decent guy. Right. (laughs) Not for this shit. You accidentally just do one of these technology accidents and you're like, oh, wait, no, no. I just did it okay for 80 years. I, I, I think it's a very real possibility. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's bullshit. It is. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, it makes me think it'd be really funny to, uh, you know, I would think it was funny if I was like 80 and I was in the same boat of like, yeah, I feel pretty good about the way everything turned out. Like I was a good guy and I treated people right. And, uh, and then like my grandkids start, uh, telling me how I didn't treat anybody right. And it just, <laughs> lying to me about a bunch of stuff i never did you know just telling me i did a bunch of bad stuff that'd be a good bit yeah that'd be i mean that'd be a really mean but quality and well thought out 
very devious bit from your grandchildren. <laughs> or, or how about you combine those two ideas, right? Where you do, your grandparents show you some fake meme thing and they say, oh, it's got 4 million likes on it yeah, and it's whatever, it's blowing up. It's you falling, you know, you know remember the time you fell down the steps and the pants <laughs> fell down? And, uh, you know, it's not really out there. It's just like a, a fake thing. And then, you know. You, oh, yeah. They sell a fake YouTube surround thing that you can put around videos to make it look like it has 8 million views. Yes. Like a, a YouTube million view filter. That's really good. It, yeah. You could use that for all sorts of things. Like, hey, like, dude, right. you're blowing up. You're going viral. Like, look. Oh, God. That, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's something. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's just some like unfair thought I had. But life is not fair, as as we all as we all know. But that would be particularly bullshit. Yeah, I think it's probably happening to people out there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you don't see a lot of old people getting you know doxxed or whatever, getting getting smashed up too bad. Yeah, but, but they'll inevitably just be bad for the people of those times. So like, eh, you know, maybe not. <laughs> i can't even get through a thought without thinking i'm wrong <laughs> um yeah. yeah i had another thought on this that i i lost um that you talked yourself out of well yeah i talked myself out it, of so it you can't even remember it yeah halfway through i i talked myself out of it um oh yeah just a very just weird devious bits from like younger the younger generation and i was just thinking <laughs> The time, and I have to, maybe I've already talked about this, uh, the time Patty and I took our grandfather's bow and arrow and Bill Morris, our like great, great uncle was visiting and he happened to be, I think he had his legs cut off from diabetes and he was in a wheelchair and he happened to be visiting and Patty and I took Da's bow and arrow and taped it to Patty's leg and we put ketchup all over it and went in and said, hey, look, Uncle Bill. <laughs> A man who's very old had all every problem in the book, no legs, and he said, "Oh Jesus!" And his leg, his legs flew straight up, and like he tried to like he started calling for my grandfather. It was horrible. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty good. I don't have. I don't. I would not have guessed that you guys would have done a bit I, like that. I don't. I, again, I don't know who this was. Yeah, this was. We taped it to the back of Patty's leg, and we. We put ketchup around it and said, yeah, let's go, let's go show this to Uncle Bill. <laughs> uncle Bill, like that was the first weekend we met him. He was like, he might not have even been a real uncle. You know, like he was like Da's friend from like Philadelphia. Okay. Like, just, <laughs> isn't that terrible? I mean, if it's just Da's friend from Philadelphia, now I think it's kind of okay. <laughs> but also <laughs> that we had just access to some bow and arrow. Right. But maybe that was I a mean, bad call. But very good, Peter. Yeah. That's <laughs> all I like the bit. Yeah. No, he was, you know, we probably, we almost knocked him out of the chair, um, which, you know, not cool, but we were just like, oh, let's, you don't know the gravity of that stuff. Like a child might be like dead is what we presented to this old man. We just were like, ha ha, like, look at this trick. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, uh, so I, I realized that uh, Uncle Bill didn't like it, but uh, did Da like it when he found out? Honestly, Da should have, like, hit us. I think Da didn't care at all. Because I think we probably, gotcha. like, I think we gaslighted Uncle Bill a little bit, like, like, John, Jesus Christ, the kid, you know, something like that. <laughs> like, And uh, we were like, what, Da? We were just playing with the bow and arrow. Like, Uncle Bill's great. Like, I think we maybe, like, played it down. Oh, we were just joking around. Sorry. Oh, but the boys were just kidding, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Dad did not care at all for some reason. Yeah, had our back all the way. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that shaped my dislike of not having the nerve for pranks. You know what I mean? Maybe, or yeah. Really it seems pranks. like a victimless crime on that one. I mean, if I could see if you like pretended that he was dead. Uh, <laughs> like did it to his heart. Like it, Yeah. <laughs> And like that, you you like went and got him and said like you know, yeah, come Uncle Bill, come look at this, and then like you know wheeled wheeled him out there, and then you know he sees this horrible scene of a 
dead child. That might be too far. <laughs> we make like, Uncle Bill think he did it. <laughs> I like frame <laughs> Uncle Bill for a fake murder. <laughs> Do you even remember this? <laughs> <laughs> That's our whole mission. Like he's completely fine in the head. Yeah, da. Uncle Bill tried to kill Patty. <laughs> you kept saying something about, oh, you don't know what you're doing because your blood sugar's too low. Like I don't know why you kept saying that. But you kept saying, I'm, fr I'm from Philly. I'm from Philly. Um, My legs so flew up you. that time when, it, when you guys tricked me with the bow and arrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, so I think what you guys did, you know, Patty was obviously still standing up, right? That, I'm picturing like Patty just like, walking in and and like showing the thing little limp then, yeah uncle and like doing oh uncle bill <laughs> yeah i think that's okay okay cool that feels better because i mean if we had if you take the ketchup away i think if he thinks that's blood for even a moment like if we that could have killed the man i mean i think just whatever killed him a few weeks later but like that would have been something if we had like if we had that would have been traumatic as hell man i'm only now realizing that Oh, if you guys would have accidentally killed Uncle Bill? Yeah. Gave him a heart attack? Right. Yeah. You could have had the the uh, the other idea, and uh, and then, yeah, that, that might have done Right. If we had done the framing him for murder pit bit, that might have. Yes. <laughs> Holy Jesus, his legs fly up. <laughs> yeah, poor guy. Nice guy, too. He didn't deserve that. Sorry, Uncle Bill. Um, but I think... I think what you guys did is fine. I think uh, my my assessment of that is like uh, mostly people just want to make sure that you're going to be okay. Like that's mostly my stress about a situation. It's like, oh, okay, look, you just got a broken leg. Like, okay, whatever. That, like we can stay calm through that one. Broken leg. Okay, we're gonna live. Here we go. We got this, guys. Yeah, you can really any get of a that. Anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh my God, blood. Oh, you got shot in the hand. Okay. Cool. Well, it's gonna probably take you a while to be okay, but right. you're gonna be okay. You're gonna be all right, and I'm gonna be okay for us right now because I can see that this is gonna be okay after some horrible pain, which I'm real sorry about, my friend. Yes. Yes. <laughs> my Just, legs are over the moon. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, sad for you, but that's an interesting one. The the like the the calm person um in the face of all that which uncle bill was not and rightfully so but maybe we were that or something like we know this is going to be okay even though we didn't he could have died right then and there oh you guys in a way you helped uncle bill through the trauma yes right maybe you he guys took were his the calm we took his mind off the uh the the amputation for a while <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> It's the whole, like, pinch yourself to avoid the pain of something else, maybe. Yes. That works. <laughs> yes, it is very much like that, and I have noticed it. Um, yeah, there I is wonder, a nice, yeah. uh, you know, you got a headache, you just jam that one part of your hand really hard. You're oh, right. It's like an acupuncture style thing, maybe? Yeah, that that does work. But, I mean, I think it just works for the reason that you said. Like, there's only so many... Uh, pain receptor nerves that can be firing at any one time so you just pinch your the one part of your hand really hard makes your then, legs uh, fall off <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly yeah it, it amputates your legs for you. <laughs> it gets rid of your headache but <laughs> hey small price to pay if the headache's bad enough migraines are no yes. joke no, 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 they're not. <laughs> it's what we're famous for. All right. All right. All right. All right. Uh, Raya? Y.A. Tittle. That? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's one of the most underrated baseball names. Yeah, I think baseball, yeah. Yeah, Y.A. Tittle. And there was Ron Kittle years later. Uh, why a tittle? I wonder what that's. Yeah, Yancey Aloysius, maybe. Ooh, I don't think I would have come up with one that good. Yancey Aloysius Tittle, that is awesome. Yeah, congrats to him. Yeah, you, it's uh, one of those names you can't decide if he was uh, rich or poor. Right, and and it, if you go just straight by Y A Tittle, then you're like, yeah, he's rich as the day is long. Yes. 
Yeah. He is a rich, rich man from not having to do a ton of work, I think. Nah, yeah, he's he's one of these uh uh he riched his way into baseball, you know. Right. His father just kept paying his coaches to um to like make the varsity when, you know, he sucked. Right. She paid him all to get plastic surgery to look just like him and go in there and play for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then got, yeah, he he got pictures taken and then just convinced his son that, you know, here's what I did for you. Right. <laughs> I was wondering if that was like a big problem back in the day with baseball where like, you know, the ca- they didn't have like cameras. So the people in the audience couldn't really see anybody just like get a guy who looks kind of like them and then yeah just, no, i don't feel like going in today like just <laughs> yeah and i bet there it took a while for them maybe probably to add numbers so there's probably just it was all just like five foot eight white guys with like <laughs> you know you could just tell them apart by the way they ran maybe right but there are only like five different kinds of runs so like yes yeah, so you could easily just throw somebody else in there I think so. I think there is no way for anybody in the crowd at a old-timey baseball game to distinguish between any of the players, let alone whether or not <laughs> the guy the guy or the stunt double version of the guy is the real one. You know? <laughs> and like the stunt doubles just obviously can't hit every time they're up. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Never just have just looks like the guy has never played a game of baseball in his life. <laughs> it's just some innings, nobody can do anything in the field. <laughs> but yeah, Yancey Aloysius uh Tittle, he might have uh struggled. You know, now that we got his full name, I the the whole thing might have been a we might have been wrong about him being a rich guy. Yeah, I can really hear that. Not that southern people aren't rich. But I can really hear Yancey Aloysius in a nice Southern accent. Yancey Aloysius, you know what I mean? Get over here kind of yeah. kind of voice. Yancey. Right. Do child who's uh twelve or under, do me a favor that is like exposing some horrible truth to you as a young child. You right. know, like get me my get me my gun, you know, get me my drugs. I don't know. Right. Yancey, come pull the knife out of your uncle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Why, why, why do I Yancey have to come Aloysius? pull the knife out of him? Yeah, right. It's a good like mi- uh, first name, middle name. Say when the parents mad. It is. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what that ever tradition was like. So and so middle name. Get over here right now. All right. Why does that make them more serious? I don't know, but you do that with dogs too, though. You call them by like a short, and they even tell you to. When you're talking about like how you're supposed to train a dog, like they're like calling by like a nickname normally, but then like if you're really trying to get their attention, call them by their full name. So it's the same. Oh, yeah. I wonder why. Are my nicknames thrown a, a wrench into uh, the training of an otherwise perfectly trained dog? Um, no, I don't yes, think so. We've had to unlearn her of several <laughs> bad habits. <laughs> I, I just don't, I just think she just treats you like uh you know like the circuses in town and that there's oh, no that's nice yeah it's just like whatever the the fun uh uncle shows up and so she's just completely excited in a different she's in a whole different world when that's going oh. on kind of compartmentalize the yeah like the circus isn't down is amazing <laughs> <laughs> it's not yeah i just i don't and this is no not a meant to be offensive to you but i don't think yeah. she like sees you as a it's a human being like <laughs> <it>. <laughs> that's okay because yeah i do think uh we got a nice bond and i think it is probably beyond the depth of what most humans can and i think it's yeah. it's a knock and it's a compliment it's uh it's a you are not too bright my friend but you're also no. Nothing. Gives you an extra level of being able to communicate with dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing about the brightness. Just, yeah, she's like, you you have a different kind of connection with her. And she's not like, she doesn't classify you as, you know, oh, this is one of the guys who tells me what to do. Right. Yeah. Right. No respect for me, but in like a nice, loving way. Like, that's an interesting where there's love with no respect. I think it's out there. <laughs> and I think it's a perfect way to describe 
suckers and dogs. <laughs> you know? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Love is in the air. Respect is not. And so they put it on bumper stickers. Yeah. And it's just, I think it's just a different kind of respect. Like you respect your uh, close buddies, but you're not going to like listen to what they tell you to do or anything like that. You know, and oh, that's, it's a different, yeah. it's a different level of respect. It's like, you know, just, just regular old pure, uh, you know, affection and love, I think. Yeah. But no, interesting. no power dynamic. That's all. Right. Which is what we're trying to do in society. Get rid of the power dynamics and we'll all be like, uh, you know, a, a great dog man relationship. Yeah. I think you have the more evolved uh, relationship with Bucket than uh, than anybody that has with any anybody else. You know, <laughs> <laughs> any human with any human. Yeah. Any <laughs> any human, human, any dog, human. Yeah relationship yeah well that's nice I, I i would love to be the poster boy for what uh <laughs> bucket and i uh do marriage counseling and we just talk i just talk to her in that voice and that's people are like okay i think we got it <laughs> yeah. the husband walks out Fluffish, <laughs> <laughs> the wife starts barking yeah it's nice it works they join one of those puppy communities um, oh yes our big our friends over at the kink community yep yeah <laughs> I, I don't know if puppies and kink is same thing but whatever the puppy sexual group yep thank you for all we got all your emails thank you for uh <laughs> for enjoying the last episode yeah and th that's definitely a kink i i think i mean unless like kink is a pejorative term at all and in which case nothing's a kink as far as i'm concerned but if kink is just a good word that nobody it just means I think oh, you're doing something fun. You know, you're doing yeah. something a little different than, yeah, the, it, the puppy thing is definitely a kink. Right, right. Yeah, YA tittle-wise, though. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any other names that start with Y? I started racking my brain while I was pretending to carry on the rest of this conversation with you. It's almost cheating. Yvonne. Oh, Yvonne. Wow. Um, okay. Yvette. Oh, now you're just going down the same. Even yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> those two, but ones that are yeah something. Ye, uh, Phil Yakabuski. That's the last name, and it's yeah, probably it's not last why. Name, yeah. Um, but if it, they're a Southern person, then maybe like somebody takes that as their first name, right? If it's a, if Yakabuski is a, a woman's maiden name then her son would take that as his first name. So his name would be Yakabuski Johnson. You know? <laughs> yeah, a lot of the family name to first name going on for sure. Yeah, in the um, South, in the South only. No, I think it was up here too. I think that's what all the, I think that's what started those like rich new age names. They were all just last names that eventually got out of control with Jaden and Braden. But it all started with like, it all started with like in the Riley. South. <laughs> it all started in the south with yeah maiden name that whole maiden name thing you said yeah um yeah no i, I don't quote me obviously and quote me on this i'm just i was about to say something completely new don't quote me on uh the thing i said earlier okay um yeah what other why name i think <laughs> oh way yin chen that's a middle name uh yin why y i n i think Yin's <laughs> yeah yin's the pittsburgh way of saying y'all yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah hey yin's yin's jags want to get a beer guy yeah and then sideburns sideburns were pennsylvania and so is that stuff having sideburns or calling somebody sideburns oh that's not bad no i meant having them but calling them is cute as well yeah okay like yeah. that was a big like you're you went to college and you're from pennsylvania if you had sideburns and you were just like otherwise a regular haircutted man. Okay. Sideburns. Oh, everyone on Beverly Hills 90210 had sideburns. Did they? Yeah. Brandon had I... sideburns. Dylan had sideburns. I mean, I don't and think uh, Steve had sideburns, but. <laughs> <laughs> some guy who wasn't in it. <laughs> At some point. High school kids stopped growing sideburns. I didn't have any sideburns until I was 25 years old. And I still don't really. Not the sideburns that these kids had. 
yeah, I mean that Brandon sideburns from nine hundred two one zero were huge. Yeah, it took up half his face, but he, it was like a very. Uh, <laughs> it was not like the the you know old timey kind of sideburn. It was a very polished, very like razor, you know, right uh, neat kind of sideburn. But I I've always been a sideburn guy. I think. Bill on that show had sideburns, right? <laughs> <laughs> You've been a sideburns guy? No. No, I, I might not know what they are. I think yeah. they're I think if you're halfway down the ear, you're not a sideburn. I think it's when it okay. comes down like past your ear and like you know, the Brady Anderson, you know? Yeah. Okay. Well that's a bigger you know, you sideburn. You never had those. No. I but I I think You never played in the major league. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're not good enough. <laughs> give up now <laughs> i th- when when you're at the uh hair store they're like what do you want to do about your sideburns you know you want to oh okay leave them or so- cut them or whatever and it's like well i i've never gotten in a fight with them about it i have I, the, <laughs> the thought has crossed my mind to say like i don't have sideburns what are you talking about <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> been sitting on that for all of my haircutting days. Uh, right. Yeah, well, I mean, your your things over there are still, they're going to call them that so you know what they mean. But, like, I don't think you've had proper sideburns. But, yes, I get that question, too. What do you want to do about your sideburns? Okay. What do you want to do about well, what do you the think hair that, that What it, do you want to do about the hair that's growing down next to your ear, wherever it may stop? Okay, but... So, oh, halfway up the ear at the bottom of the ear. I guess they're sideburns no matter where they are. Unless you're doing that above-the-ear look which that one guy at St. Francis did. You remember that guy at church who had that? Oh, where it went way, <laughs> way above the ear. Way above his ear, like a straight cutoff from the ear above. Yeah. yeah. That was that was funny looking. Love but that no, guy. No, I guess, yeah, great guy, big friend of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I guess if it's coming down past your ear at all, which anybody with any sense would have it somewhere, I guess they are sideburns technically. So we're all side we're all sideburns in the end, I guess. Oh yeah, and that's we finally come to the theme of the uh, episode. Yeah, is uh, we are all one sideburn. <laughs> we are all one big sideburn. Um, yeah, aren't we though, folks? It's what we're 